Oh my god, Thor just hit me in the face! <laughs> Hi, this is Adam. And this is Thora. And I like to make her laugh. <laughs> this is Autism on Shift, where... We talk to other autistic folks about what we do at work. So let's dive in. It'll be fun. Today we are talking to Rachel Houghton. Did I say that right, Rachel? Yes. Houghton. Awesome. I got it. Okay. Nice work face. <laughs> uh, and Rachel is uh, officially, your official title is product owner, correct? Yes. And you work in software. Tell us what that's like and what that all means. So I do work in software. Um, I am not myself a software engineer. Well, yet. I'm hoping to one day. Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. Um, but I work with a team of software engineers and test engineers, uh, and we basically we take a bunch of work that I have kind of put together, um, geared towards you know new enhancements to the product that we have, um, or maybe even small tweaks to you know fix certain issues that seem very buggy or bugs themselves because they happen. It's software. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I take that work to my team and, you know, we, we work together to just, you know, get things done. Nice. Awesome. So is what, it, so can I ask what kind of software, like, do you, is it? Yeah. So I work at a company called Vector Solutions and we're transitioning into a solutions company. Um, we have many different types of platforms. Primary, our primary platform is a learning management system. Uh, where we do online learning, online-based education uh, courses cool. uh, in many different fields. Um, okay. Everything from the general, you know, sexual harassment and, you know, bullying in the workplace kind of courses that, you know, most companies require their people to take um, to, every, to things like crane safety um, or other courses that would be for someone who is, say, a contractor who needs to get their, you know, continuing education credits to get their license renewed. Um, so it's a it's a whole spectrum of nice. <laughs> types of courses for online learning. <laughs> yeah, you saw what, you saw what I did there. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 is primarily what we do. But but you know, we do have also other products like incident management software. Uh, which is, you know, if you are in a warehouse situation and, you know, there's an oil spill and, you know, somebody slips and falls, you can, you know, log the incident and it kind of takes the incident all the way through the, you know, the, the, the insurance system and, and everything like that. So we're kind of trying to integrate all of those different platforms into a single solution at the moment. Cool. How cool. Yeah. Okay. So as a product owner, do you have just like one specific, um, you mean like, like literally a, pro one project at a time or? Yeah. Is it, I mean, could you call it a project or I, I'm, I'm so, sorry to sound so ignorant. I just, <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So the, the product that I work on has many different, we call them services. So many different things that it does. And so my team, my group has like a subset of those services. Uh, there are multiple teams on that product in general. So if there are, are any special enhancements for any of those specific services or bugs that come in for those, those are the things that we work on. Oh, uh -huh. cool. And do you guys figure out like the enhancements together, like when you're in meetings or is that, or does someone else come up with those and then you guys work on them? 
So we do have an executive leadership team that mm-hmm. gathers uh, information and data from you know client requests and um, kind of looking into our legacy systems to kind of locate areas that are troublesome from a user experience perspective. Um, and then they kind of give us the, the work from a very high level. Um, for example, they'll say, hey, assignments are very awful right now, so we need to redo them. So <laughs> <laughs> I say, okay, let's do it. And, uh, you know, I'll dig into, you know, what it is right now and get a feel for what that experience is. And uh, we have, you know, a, a user experience team that talks to the clients and understands where their pain points are. And, you know, we work to, you know, put a better workflow together and then I take that to my team and, you know, we kind of hash through the technical aspects of how we're actually going to accomplish what so we need to do. you're a translator of sorts then, dealing with the clients and dealing with the, te- the executive team. That, that's exactly actually a, a very good way to put it. I am a translator. I, I, I take what the client needs and I translate it to my team in such a way to where what we deliver is actually what the client needs. Um, that's awesome yeah okay so when we spoke before you said something about stories so you you create like you write a story about what a user experience i assume and yeah is that similar to like actually like a storyboard like when you're making like a like a movie kind of thing it is it's actually exactly like that um we do we do what's called story mapping where you know we take basically all these different actions that the the end user, as we call them, um, all these different actions that the end user is doing, and we literally map it out step by step so that we can kind of hit all those things that they need to do in order to reach a specific goal. So in that story mapping, I take each of those individual pieces kind of as a story itself and, and write it out. And, you know, there's you know, different like acceptance criteria and all kinds of things that kind of go into that specific story as a chunk of work to be done for the overall, what we, what we call an epic, which is, (laughs) it's the, the, the overall goal broken into these smaller pieces. It's the trilogy. It's the whole Marvel universe. I feel really good (laughs) when you finish it though. Then it's like, we completed the epic amount of work or, you know, it's like, (laughs) it is, I'm embarrassed to say how gratifying it is, actually. <laughs> well, I was even there. I totally awesome. get excited about just thinking about it, like any kind of amount of work. But I like that sort of thing. I'm a task-oriented person, so it's like as I check things off, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, it, it's very nice. And it's also, you know, it, the projects become my baby to a degree. And so as we kind of get these increments out, these little pieces of it to the clients and they kind of, start using them and give their feedback and you know we take that feedback and we put them back into the stories to make sure that you know we're making the adjustments that we need before we get to the end instead of building the whole thing and then sending it out and realizing we were wrong at the beginning oops wow so that's that's another part of my job is kind of balancing you know the the delivery of it with the feedback of the clients and adjusting as needed interesting okay yeah, okay, so, send out the baby to college, and oops, we forgot to let him t- teach him how to walk. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Sorry. So, 
you had mentioned this takes a lot of data analytics, right? Like you, you dig through data and you make it mean stuff and then you apply it to the story. So that's kind of, I mean, it's kind of like full brain work, right? Like creative and logic and all at once. It is full brain work. It, it requires um, understanding the, the needs of the end user, understanding the current capabilities of the system and where those gaps are and also understanding um, from a technical perspective what our capabilities are um, and kind of trying to find that perfect middle ground of where we can get where we need to go. Also with the minimal amount of effort, because um, obviously it's a business and you know you have this team of software developers and they are skilled and not cheap. So you gotta make sure you stay <laughs> on budget. Wow. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's kind of perfect for me in a way because my I feel like my head is already kind of constantly going and I'm like a I'm a problem solver, I'm a puzzle person. So it's like I get to go to work and do puzzles all day. That's awesome. And nice. It is perfect. That's, that's funny. <laughs> it was literally what I was gonna ask is that something you like or dislike about him, but obviously <laughs> clearly that's awesome. And it's very cool. I mean, there's so many moving parts and that you can like, it, it, it sounds like you have the ability to both step back and look at all of the pieces and how they go together and then also dive into each part and, and figure out like each piece and what it needs. Yes, that is a requirement of, of the job for sure. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That is very cool. Um, now you said this just started, you started in this position about six months ago? Yes. So before that, um, before that, we'll, we'll tell our listeners at least, what did you do before that? And then I'm curious about something else after. Go ahead. And I'm, I'm curious what you did before that. First. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So before that, uh, my title was business analyst. And um, really my job at that point was just to put those stories together. So it really was only like a, I say paperwork. <laughs> it really was, was mostly paperwork. It did require some um, ability to analyze data. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I did was kind of putting all of that together. I was not, you know, responsible for prioritizing or timelines or um, I guess there, there's a part of my job right now where, you know, once the developer is complete, then I have to kind of look at it and make sure that it kind of meets the seal of approval. Okay. That wasn't part of my job before. So a lot of what I do now is what I did before. It just is more, more now yeah. than, <laughs> than before. And so, I mean, obviously pre, pre-COVID, since you're, everyone, you're able to work from home being in software and computers and everything, um, do you remember? I'm just thinking back to like you know at the beginning. Seems so you, long ago. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> do you remember what that was like when you can go outside? <laughs> no, I was. I'd say like, do you remember like the interview process that you went through to interview for the job in the first place? Was that on like in person? Um. In so it was way? a combination. So um, I interviewed for the business analyst position, um, and the, my first interview was over the phone, which always gets me kind of nervous because. If I can't see the person in front of me, I can't really gauge from their physical reactions um, if they are happy or not happy, interested, not interested. Um, 
I'm, I'm okay with voice inflection and those things, but um, I definitely, yeah, it, it, the, the phone interview is very nerve wracking for me. But, yeah, that would be for me too. Um, I hate the phone. Now I know why. Those you, you explained it very well for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really don't care for the phone for like without. Yeah, I I really don't like it. But um, I did end up getting called in for a second interview, which was in person, and um, that was uh, that had its own challenges. It was a new environment. Um. And it was one of those things where there's like, oh, we're in this building that is attached to this other building, but the parking garage is over there. And then you have to go to the third floor and go to the left. And it was, I had it written down on a paper and like, I had to like, just calm myself down and just go step by step by step and literally like stop and pause in between. Like I parked my car. I'm like, okay. I'm parked. <laughs> now I'll get out and go into the lobby. And I really had to just kind of take myself step by step. Um, That's actually good advice, though, too. Like, I, I think we were talking about that yesterday. Like, just even driving somewhere was like, like downtown or somewhere where it was more busy or somewhere we haven't been before. And it's like that alone was like super. Um, what's that word? Just anxiety know? inducing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I read something recently. There was. Um, it was something to the effect of different days require different number of steps, sometimes for the same thing. And the, they use the example of like making coffee, you know, on a good day, the steps are, you know, fill the water, put the coffee in, make the coffee, you know, but on a, you know, on a, a harder day, it might be, you know, pull the pot out, fill the pot with water, take the water, put it in the thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, and throw the coffee pot across the room because it's getting to be too much. <laughs> Don't do that stuff. <laughs> Don't do that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, it was it was definitely very very nerve wracking and and then once I finally found where I was supposed to be, um, it was just one of the situations where, like, I was in the lobby and it's like a glass wall behind me and there's people in there. And then there's people in front of me and there's people kind of walking in all these different directions. Oh my gosh. And, and I knew, and like the person that was interviewing me was going to be coming out to greet me. And there were several times where I like stood up, like I was going to be shaking hands with somebody because I thought that they were the one, but they weren't. And so they kind of looked at me funny and just went along their way. Um, oh no. <laughs> and there was the dressing up and I'm not very comfortable in, you know, the business casual clothing. And so, it, yeah, it was, it was a little rough. <laughs> I'm sweating just thinking about it. Like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the interview itself was kind of okay because we were, you know, we were in a room, it was just the two of us. And That's so it helpful. was a lot quieter yeah. and I had, I had already talked to her on the phone. So there was already some familiarity and she was just friendly, so that, that also helped quite a bit. Awesome. Yeah, I think the hardest in, the interviews. I always tend like if someone tries to be real, 
they, they don't want to show you anything. So they just, every answer you give, they just keep that straight face, you know, like, and they ask the next question. You're just like, oh my God. You know, <laughs> I don't know about other people, but that for me is just <laughs> terrible. It's like, you don't need to do that. You're not like saving the world here doing that, you know, just be a human being with me, please. Yeah. 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 yeah no, she, she was very warm and, um, just, you know, smiled a lot and, I don't know, I just, I could get from her reactions, you know, she, she wasn't like a robot, you know, sometimes those interviews and they just ask the question and you don't get any like feedback, like instant feedback, like from in the physical nature yes. and that makes it very difficult, but that is not how, how it went. So yeah. that's awesome. Now, is this person, uh, someone you work with now or do you not see them anymore? It's just HR. Um, I do not see them anymore. She, uh, she was my manager. Uh, for the first year that okay. I worked there. And then I had uh, transferred to um, a different product for about another year until uh, I got this job. Okay. Nice. Awesome. So, so let's talk about, um, let's talk about autism at work, right? Like sometimes it, sometimes it's good for us and sometimes it's not. Um, let's start with the not. Um, how, how does it, Hinder? Yeah, yeah, hinder. How does it hinder you uh, in your job? Um, I think it's gotten, honestly, a lot better since I have been able to work from home. <laughs> yeah. I but um, I remember in the office, it was always um, a lot more challenging. Again, it was like this business casual thing. So I was often physically uncomfortable because of the clothes that I was wearing. Um and then, you know, just my my office was literally like right here in the middle of a room where there was people over here and and sorry, they can't see me. There's people on my left. There's people on my right and people walking by a lot. Um, so I had to, uh, you know, like keep my headphones and, you know, try to kind of stay as focused as I could. Um, but the, you know, the fluorescent lights and it was like a wall the, the, the glass wall like to outside so if the sun was shining then there was that um, sometimes people had music playing sometimes people would be eating at their desk um, and eating very offensive <laughs> um, <laughs> I imagined it just, yeah just you know um, do you mean smells or like yeah I'm gonna sound of I'm gonna reheat my salmon for lunch uh, in the so office and my boiled eggs that has happened actually like in I, I remember not really understanding because there was a lunchroom that really wasn't that far away. So I, I didn't understand the whole, um, I don't know, sitting down and eating. <laughs> um, oh, like at the yeah, desk. Like, <laughs> well, it's certain things. Um, like I'm, I'm allergic to shellfish. Oh, and okay. So I am very hypersensitive to the smell of, you know, shrimp or lobster or anything like that. And so... Anytime there was any sort of like a seafood thing someone was eating, it was just very overwhelming. Oh, wow. Um, and so, yeah, that that wasn't great. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, you know, sometimes people would just walk up to your desk and start talking. And like if I was in the middle of something. And, you know, this has been a challenge for me even before this job when I was at my job prior. Like, because I did at one point work in customer support. And, um, so yeah, there were times where, you know, you just, the interruptions, 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, getting back on task. I know it, it for takes... Thora, I can't. I I cannot interrupt her. I'm not allowed to. You know. <laughs> and if I am, I, I mean, you know, we've been together 19 years. So I, but I'm still learning because I I am who I am, and I, <laughs> and so like there's this aspect of okay, hey Thora, get her attention first. You know, can you pause what you're doing? No. Then I'm like, oh no, I gotta wait. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and then and if, if, if it's yes, then she has to get to a breaking point so she can go back to where yeah. she was after we're done talking about whatever. I mean, it's just how it goes. Yeah, you know? I absolutely get the interruption disruption. It, it takes so much longer to get back into what what I was doing, you know. Um, and it's funny, like, my supervisor didn't get that. Um, you know, Nor she did would... did mine. She, yeah, she would... Um, Oh, yeah, she, so she would give me a task um, and then expect me to do it a certain way. And I was like, well, okay, but I would go and do it, you know, a way that made more sense for me. And she's like, no, I need you to do it this way. And I'm like, yeah, but that interrupts this process. So I need to do all of this and then switch and then all of this. Otherwise, I'm switching, you know, every five minutes. And that makes my brain kind of freak out. Yeah, I can't be micromanaged. You yeah, gotta do it a certain way. Yeah, I, I, I had a similar thing with with my manager. She actually her desk was right in front of mine. And so <laughs> aside from tasks having to kind of be done in a specific way, which didn't make sense to me, um, which did cause some conflict. Um, it was just the constant, you know, turning around in her chair and be like, oh, by the way, and I ah. absolutely, the two things I hate hearing the most at work is, oh, by the way, yes. and quick question. Mm-hmm. Those are the two <laughs> things that I hate the most because... <laughs> It's never a quick question. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> not ever. And even if it um, is a quick question, like returning to whatever it was you were doing is not going to be quick regardless. Right. It's not. And often I would have like a list of tasks that I knew I needed to complete and I would have to do them, you know, like between meetings or something. And so I would have to time them accordingly. So if something was going to take me longer, then I would have to do it you know, maybe later because I only have 30 minutes between these two meetings. So I would have to do something else during that time. Um, Or even just, you know, there were days where I would be really hyper-focused and get, you know, an entire day's work of work or a day's worth of work done in a morning and then be pretty exhausted for the rest of the day. But I still, you know, would have to kind of just sit there and, do my best to try to do more work and it um yeah i usually was feeling pretty exhausted by the time i got home yeah imagine you know it's kind of odd that um managers do that because it's kind of a business uh i mean it's it's written i've read it a lot where it's you know like the best way to be uh, effective is to take on one task at a time. You know, don't multitask, mm-hmm. take one thing. I mean, it's in stuff I read constantly for managers and, and business hierarchy. You know, take that one thing, finish it, complete it. That way, if someone interrupts you, you can go back to that one thing. You know what you're working on until it's done. But yet, when it comes to telling someone else what to do, no problem. Like, interrupt, interrupt, interrupt. Here's five different things. You know, yeah. it's like, well... That doesn't make much sense if you understand that, but maybe. Yeah. 
Well, it's it's helped quite a bit for me. Like um, now that I have learned, right? Like my supervisor spent some time teaching me, you know, uh, uh, my job tasks. But now that I've learned, I've been given the freedom to do them how I can do them. So it's like once she was able to kind of let me go, then I got way faster. So, yeah. 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 That that's the position I'm in right now. My my supervisor, his name's Kenny. Hi Kenny. He's probably gonna listen. But um <laughs> Hi, Kenny. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> he is actually awesome. the best. Um you know, he he was one of the first people that I actually came out to at work about um my Asperger's and you know, his first reaction was not what I was expecting. Um because you know we're used to maybe saying it to somebody and then like they get kind of like standoffish he didn't at all he was just like kind of like okay well cool why don't you you know i don't know much about it i'll tell you that so how about you know we just have some conversation and you tell me what i can do and what you need from me in order to to make things better for you nice and yeah he's he is the best but um (laughs) Yeah, I, I have that freedom now, and, and I don't know if it is just like a side effect of working from home, but, you know, I, I have that freedom to where, honestly, if I'm getting the work done, and if I'm doing, like, any specific tasks that are asked of me, which is not, honestly, all that often, um, and the work is getting done on time, and the quality is good, then, you know, there's not a whole lot of intervention happening, so I'm free to do what I do. And, um, apparently I, they, they like that. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm, I'm doing okay. They haven't fired me. (laughs) I think it does change a little bit from, you know, being at home because I think everybody, uh, tends to, well, you don't want to interrupt as much because you'd have to actually call somebody on the phone, you know, or something, which I don't think anyone really wants to do. You know, there's texts and stuff, but I mean, in general, it's like, do I really want to write that all out or I'll just, maybe I'll just do it myself today, you know? (laughs) It's like, yeah, cool. You should do it yourself. (laughs) I have a a regularly scheduled phone call with my supervisor. So I know what to expect and, and, and it's perfect. Everything else is written. You know, sometimes it's like a, just a quick chat message. Oh, hey, check so-and-so's paperwork. You know, um, sometimes it's an email. Oh, hey, here's a few things I need you to do um, by the end of the week or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's like it's super, super helpful that I don't get constantly interrupted. I have to sneak out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never know what's going to happen. Like I, I'm, I'm out and about for my job, but when I get back to like my place of work, I have to. Like I never know what's going. Is somebody going to be there? Is there going to be four managers that each one of these managers? Like I don't even know if I have only one manager or four managers. Like you know, like who's going to talk to me? Who's going to ask me something? You know, I'm like, yeah. I'm just gonna. Put my, I should just put headphones on and be like, oh, hey, yeah, start acting like I'm talking to somebody and just keep walking out the door. And <laughs> people are waving at me and like, I'll just wave back, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, come here. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I have gotten out of some conversations leaving work that way, just like putting my phone up to my ear, pretending like I'm on the phone because <laughs> I have actually done that before. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. A few times. <laughs> yeah, I think people knew when I was doing it. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Well, what are they gonna do? Make you prove it? Yeah. Who are you talking to? Give me the they'll, phone. They'll ring. The, they'll ring me. It'll start ringing while I'm. T- 
But I was going to say, you know, good for Kenny because I've heard a lot of like, you know, when someone tells their boss, you know, hey, I have autism or whatever, like a lot of times they'll be like, they'll try and come up with things to help, uh, what, fix them so that they can work inside of the business as yeah, opposed to what can I do. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to what can I do, uh, you know, for you to make it easier, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Good for him. Yes. Good job, Kenny. We love you. <laughs> awesome. I, I disclosed to my boss on day two. Um, I have, I spent many, many, many years uh, working many, many, many jobs. A lot. because Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd last about a year, maybe two years in a job before I'm ousted or just can't mentally handle it and have to go. Um, so this time I was like, you know what? I'm just going to uh, unapologetically be me. So day two, he's like, you know, hey, uh, it was kind of a, a real small group who had just been hired at the same time. And he said, so let's get to know each other. I'm like, okay, well, the first thing you need to know about me is I have autism. And <laughs> and everybody in the group kind of was like, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, but my boss, though, to his credit, uh, seemed to know. He asked a couple of questions that made it sound like he was familiar, at least like he knew what it meant to some degree um so that was really helpful and he didn't like he didn't come across as shocked he didn't like freak out or you know do anything weird but you know he asked a couple questions and i was like yeah you you don't seem autistic yeah Yeah. (laughs) i've gotten a few of those oh goodness (laughs) oh yeah what do we look like are we blue (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know a couple people at work we're just like, wow, I, I never would have known. You just don't seem like, you know, you're, you're autistic at all. And um, I was like, okay, thank you. Thanks, like, thanks. I don't really know how to react to that. Yeah. But yeah. Just said, hmm, hmm. Okay. And then give him the, give him the eye. <laughs> hmm. And then just walk away. Let him, <clears throat> let him sit with that for a while. <laughs> hmm. That's yeah. an interesting thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Out. I think people think they're saying something complimentary. I right. think that's what they think. Well, it's kind of weird because, like, we watched this video yesterday, uh, you know, a little different, but it was a disability, you know, it was visual disability versus non-visual. Oh, like dis- a, yeah, like a visible one and an invisible one. Right, invisible, yeah. It was, like, this kid with Down syndrome and this mm-hmm. guy, and it was funny because he even said, like, hey, what do I have? You don't know. It's invisible, you know. And it's like, but it was a, it was a funny. It was really good, and it was you know it was thought provoking. It's like, yep, that's you know. But they were both talking about like which is better, you know. Well, everyone know everyone wants to give me a hug, you know, because I have Down syndrome, you know. And it's like, and it's like the other guy said, well, no one wants to give me a. If I went to give people a hug, I they would probably uh, you know call the police or something. <laughs> and I was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I would be like, please don't hug me. Yeah, right? I I have autism. Oh, get away from me. (laughs) Yeah, really, it's okay. You do not need to to hug me. I'll I'll be fine. Oh, my favorite is, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Ooh, I have not gotten that one. I hope I never do. Oh, no doubt. Okay, I've not gotten that one personally, but um, our daughter has Down syndrome. And, like, when she was born, Uh, you have no idea how many I'm sorry's we got. That was messed up. Oh, so know, bad. Other word, wow. but yeah, the uh, oh well, bless her soul. <laughs> so, like, I'm, bless your heart. Yeah, I'm yeah. from Louisiana. I, I I could imagine getting a lot of those yeah. there. We know exactly what that means. <laughs> yeah. 
But there, okay, um, but, okay. I'm just I keep thinking of Krav Maga now. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but okay. So so, um, positive positive package, silver lining. Sure. Um, yeah. a, a good friend of ours when our daughter was born, uh, her response, and this was this was so. Um, it was just so consistent with the people that we have in our lives. Yeah. It was so awesome. She said, oh, yay, we get to raise a baby with Down syndrome. Yep. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's how we felt. We're like, yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, then, uh, since we asked you what uh, can hinder you at work, and we'd like to know also what autism does to help you at work, which I think we might know, but I'd like to hear from you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think... And I think I kind of already covered it a little bit, but really, I think the line of work, the the fact that it um, requires a lot of mental traffic um, and organization of ideas and thoughts and problems. Um, I mean, I get to solve problems all day. You know, yeah. I get I get to I get to I get to you know figure out what is wrong and come up with creative solutions and. Um, I think the thing for me with the with my autism that is helpful there is I might not come up with the solution that a neurotypical person would come up with. I might come up with something that sounds completely out of the box and, you know, the first reaction might be like, wait, what? But then once I can explain it and, you know, it is thought about uh, a little bit um, more than actually kind of a good idea um like i i'm i can very much think out of the box and i can um i can come up with solutions quickly um i can i can take the time to kind of mentally process everything at a different speed yeah and um I think for me that is the biggest benefit of, of being in, in this particular line of work and in this this particular job. Right on. Yeah, that's huge. I would think so. Awesome. Um, so, oh, we kind of touched on it, but I don't think we actually dove deep uh, like I wanted to. Um, you mentioned, um, you know, Kenny asked you what he could do for you. What does yeah. he do for you? What are those things that he does for you that help support you? So I think the biggest thing is... Kenny is really there for me if, um, if like we need to sidebar, you know, we're in meetings a lot together and sometimes someone like will be on a call and there will be like an analogy used, like a comp, like a very strange complex analogy. And I'm not like, I'm okay with, with analogies kind of, (laughs) but I'm just, I'm much more of a like like tell me what we're doing and tell me what you need from me. Just give it to me straight kind of a person. And so there was one example that I can give you specifically where um, our CTO was trying to, I guess, explain our, what we're trying to accomplish in the product with like a home improvement analogy Okay. Okay. where he was saying, well, no, like, um, Oh, like, you know, sometimes, you. like sometimes, you know, when you're doing work, you know, you don't want to rip out the whole kitchen to put the floor in. And I don't know, I can't, I, I can't repeat it exactly, <laughs> but it was, it was making no sense to me. And I was getting, um, I was getting kind of 
personally upset because I don't like feeling like I'm behind gotcha. yeah. everyone yeah. else. And so I was sidebarring with him. I was like, I have no idea what he is talking about. <laughs> and so in just like a few sentences, he explained it to me. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, fine. Why didn't like, you just say that? Why didn't you just say that? <laughs> right? You know? Um, it's good to so have that, those people in our lives. That's awesome that, that, that he's there, that person for you. Yeah. That's yeah, new for he... me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I call Adam my NT translator. <laughs> <laughs> he understands things about how, just things about the, the world that I don't. Um, a, a lot of social things. Um, and when I have to do anything that requires some sort of like social interaction or some sort of like request, you know, whereas m if it were me, I'd just straight up say, hey, I need this, uh, you know, are you willing to give it to me? <laughs> you know, and you know, and most people don't like that. So I have to run it by Adam. Adam, how do I ask this in a way that doesn't sound like I'm demanding it? <laughs> <laughs> well, first, take your hand off their neck. <laughs> that would be a good first step yes yeah i make it up as i go along i think it's from failing a lot that i can help you <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how we learn right our failures and not our successes absolutely yeah well and i think it's also partially too that you are very good at putting yourself in someone else's shoes and not I just am. like not just like in an analogy sort of way like you can literally imagine being that person and imagine thinking what they might think given all of what you know about that person and you're really good at that right now. yeah tell me more about how good i am <laughs> 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 and here i am i'm just oblivious in my own little world i'm just like okay this is you know no, yeah. you're learning too uh -huh. <laughs> you'll get there one day someday <laughs> So, so given everything that you know about how your brain works and um, what you need um, to be successful, what do you imagine your dream job would be if you could just make up a job that would be the perfect thing for you? Um, it has probably absolutely nothing to do with what I'm doing right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not that I don't love it, but um, honestly, for me, if I could make a job out of like taking old houses and restoring them like on my own schedule and like being in like being in charge of it though like i have to i ha would have to be like the visionary yeah um nice. that would probably be the best thing for me for a couple of reasons um i tend to get bored very easily with with work if i've been doing the same thing for too long which doesn't really happen in my current job that much because we're always doing different things. It's always exciting and, and new. But like, um, in, in in that scenario, you know, you get a house and you, you fix it and then you move on to a, a completely different challenge. Yeah. Um, but just the idea to me of taking something to kind of like run down and restoring it to its glory, uh, I guess it kind of aligns a little bit with what I'm with what I do now, but in a much different and more physical sense. That's um, awesome. That would probably be, if I could do anything, that's probably what I would want to do. That's very cool. That is exciting. I just, love that. That's awesome. Just remember the good advice of not ripping out the entire kitchen to lay out. I don't know. <laughs> 
I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that. What were you? I was with you. <laughs> I have no filter. It just comes out. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. That that's another great thing with Kenny is he actually seems to uh, appreciate my bluntness and my my honesty, even when we're in a call with 20 people and someone has. I don't want to say an idea, but it says, hey, you know, we're, we're thinking about doing X, Y, Z. And, and I go, well, I, that, that's dumb. I don't, I really don't <laughs> think we should do that. I hate that. Does, like, <laughs> does he follow, does he follow you and like explain it? Why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, true. I will say that that particular trait has gotten me in trouble at work in the past. Um, <laughs> but no, Kenny and, you know, honestly, the whole uh, executive team that we have my my team that I would work with personally um it's it's just a great fostering environment and they appreciate the fact that they I think because they know if they ask me I'm gonna say what I really think and I'm not gonna you know not say it and kind of privately vent to some rando about (laughs) (laughs) awful I think the idea is so yeah, I think probably one of the most important things in a work environment, I would imagine, at least for me personally, if people valued honesty, then, you know, I think things would would be, would be work much more smoothly, maybe? That would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I have that. That's so awesome. I'm, I'm very, I know how lucky I am That's to be awesome. am and where I'm at, so. That's good. I'm glad. Well, I think that's about the time. Yeah. We really appreciate you being here with us today. Yeah, thank you for thank taking you your for time having for me. us. Well, thank you all for listening today. Thank we, you. We had a great time. Uh, any links for our guest, any show notes, and the transcript of this podcast episode can be found on our website, carveresumes.com. And we'll see you next time with another awesome person with another sweet, cool job. Thanks for joining us. 